what's going on everyone another episode of the spuddy and friend podcast solo episode for spuddy's nfl roundup and this is gonna be for week five of the 2020 season as i said i am spuddy mcgee you know where to find me ig and twitter spuddy and friends podcast on the ig Download streaming platforms. Apple Music. Oh, Apple Podcasts, excuse me. Spotify. Google Podcasts. And much, much more. And Anchor is our hosting nation. Nation. Station. Hosting. Station. Platform. Holding us down. You already know. If you haven't already, we have another pod- regular podcast with Kim and Clutch, episode 39. Touch bases, bases, bases on Tory Lane's dropping an album, things like that. So go check it out. Hear our opinions. Get mad at us. Whatever. I don't know. Why would you get mad at us? Just check it out. Maybe there is something to get mad at us about on there. You know, let us know what you think. Get involved in the conversation. All that. And just a reminder, we are almost a month away from our anniversary episode. Our one year anniversary episode. Um, Probably might have some things in store. Who knows? Might just be a regular podcast. We might just reflect on the whole year doing that. You know. Especially since um, Kim, I would say Kim came halfway through um, that that journey. I know he was a guest at first, then he started becoming more and more onto the podcast. Then he became part of the part of the quote unquote friends. He is part of the friends, so we'll probably reflect on that. Give some shout outs, you know. Hit us up, avid listeners. We'll shout you out whatever you know we'll try to do something fun hopefully soon yeah on news yeah so week four wrapped up and um we almost lost another game because of covid but weirdly it got made up on monday the chiefs and the Pat- pats game and out of last week i was actually surprised uh, my record 10 10 rights, 5 wrongs, 10 and 10 5 record with my predictions. Way better than last week plus that tie, you know. I was 7 and 8 week 3, week 4 10 and 5. So, let's keep this up. C- compare. Now, um I don't think I'm going to go too much into depth with um like each fantasy options. I'll probably say something here and there. Just players to kind of look out for. I'm still going to look at the stats and everything like that. But, um. Excuse me. Damn. Why, why do I burp a lot during this podcast? It's disgusting. But it is what it is. So bear with me. But, um. Yeah. So I'm not really changing up the format right now. But, um. I'm going to 
do it a little different we'll see we'll see maybe it might end up being the same but um i don't know but the first matchup to consider is tomorrow's game which will actually be tonight's game if you're listening on a thursday we got the bucks and the bears bucks are three and one bears three and one um last game um bucks had tom brady looking like the tom brady that we're, we're all used to five touchdown game it was nice i mean he could have played better but he he was pretty he was pretty slinging the ball last time five touchdowns i think over 300 yards spread the ball around it was nice and then we got um the bears um i don't know if mitchell's gonna be playing this game but maybe they do falls again i don't know but um fools playing the last game i thought it was kind of a dud i feel you know i don't know if it's just offense just not responding well against the colts defense but um yeah um the drama continues in chicago with that being said um injured looking at the injury report uh sean mccoy is out i don't think that's much of a factor same thing with justin watson they just don't they're just not part of the offense to, to be a big fantasy threat so there's that i guess the ones to look out for would be scotty miller mike evans who are both questionable but i feel like they'll still play you know usually when you're questionable it's either i would say 75 percent of the time you're gonna you're gonna play just you know they put the questionable on wednesday practices because you know that's what that's what they're kind of supposed to do but i think it's it's a 75 percent chance that they'll play unless it really bothers them but fournette is uh listed as doubtful so if you have jones as a fantasy option put put him in he will he'll have a, a, a lot of the touches going forward in that game um chicago bears only person listed out would be um bush the safety and also another safety um mcmanus doubtful so um i'd be careful picking bears defense just in general even without the um two injuries against the bucks team that has a lot of offensive power um i would still be careful but um in this game i would take consider um with the bears offense against the bucks defense because bucks defense has been playing good but uh, how the trend of them has been it's very been very much high risk high reward uh, as they've been the last couple years i feel you know they they will they will allow some points but at the same time they do cause turnovers as well so that's why it's hard I, it's hard it's hard to pick a bears quarterback in this situation compared to um a ride receiver or um david Montgomery since he's the lead back so um if i if i would have to choose any type of um fantasy options you know playing around in the lineup i would con- definitely consider um alan robinson as one of them not main guy but more of a flex same thing with anthony miller he's gonna be uh 
he's he's on the radar for Buster Boom. I feel like this game. So um, if you feel like he's gonna um, have a good game against Bucks defense, I'll I'll plug him into the offense. But other than that, not even Jimmy Graham um, strikes me as a, a option in this game. Um, Bucks Bucks linebackers are pretty pretty good. So um, I think I think they'll they're they're fast and I think they'll cover Jimmy Graham pretty good. So, um, Alan Robinson and David Montgomery are only two options I, I see from this game from the, from the bear side, cause I wouldn't even pick their defense, but, um, looking at the bucks, um, I, I feel like, I feel like the bucks are going to have a, a pretty good game. So Tom Brady would definitely be one Ronald Jones. Um, whether he gets a lot of yards or not. He's going to be a good one because if there's goal line situations, he'll probably punch it in. So, um, there's that. And keep in mind of the questionables, like I said, um, Scotty Miller and Mike Evans both with questionables, but I still feel like they'll play. So, um, but if you're really hazard about that, still, still have Chris Godwin. Still have Chris Godwin in, in the mix. And um, got to remember tight ends. OJ Howard could still do something. Maybe Gronk comes out. I mean, he did say he was blocking more this this year. But um, due to the uh, injuries to the wide receivers, they might mix it up a little bit. So those are some a, a few things to consider. And me personally, I would actually start the Bucks defense maybe. I feel like this would be a good matchup where... The Bucks might actually do something in regard to turnovers and things like that. Just seems like the the Bears' offense is um, leaderless in a way. Because is it is it going to be Foles or is it going to be Trubinsky? You know, that's where it's kind of be right now. Because I would have said Foles is going to have a great game. It's just last game. He didn't do nothing like how he's doing against the um, Falcons. But then again, that was a Falcons defense compared to Indianapolis defense. So um, take that into consideration. But my pick will be the Bucks to win this game. Moving on to the next game, we have Cards and the Jets. Cards coming off a two-game losing streak. While the Jets are still held at a goose leg. Personally, um, Jets should have won the Thursday night game because they had a bunch of opportunities to put it away and that was probably their only opportunity for them to have a for sure win and they lost it so <sighs> i don't i don't think they're gonna win this game at all it's funny though too because donald the, the the week before week four so week three donald had a horrible game but for some reason he likes to bounce back after horrible games and he, he did a pretty good job in the, the air. It's just he didn't put it away. And that's what happened. And now he's going to be facing a, a way better defense in the Cardinals. And I don't think it's going to be pretty. Um, Like I keep on saying with the Jets, there's no one of interest starting other than um, Crowder. Crowder is probably the only person I would take into consideration of starting. But um, he's not in the injury report, so he's good to go. So that's some hope right there. Sadly, Frank Gore is not a fantasy option either. Line's not really doing nothing to help him out. So, yeah. 
um with that said um with the cards um a bunch of questionables um so i wouldn't see that as a real problem so i would pick cards i would pick up cards defense for this one if you have them or if you're thinking about it i don't know what the price is on fandor or DraftKings, but take a, take that into consideration of starting but i feel like it's gonna be a real bad day for the jets so they might be cruising um some gaining some points for um whatever owners puts them in the lineup and um of course you're gonna have a d hop putting up numbers it's crazy that he only had one he only has one touchdown this season he's just been putting a lot of work in though all over the offense d hop automatic start and uh andy isabella i think from i think he's gonna have a a a great game against jets defense um don't be surprised if they do some trickery and he gets in by like rushing or whatever like that but as a wide receiving option he he should be getting um an uptick in targets soon so there's that and kyler murray as the dual quarterback he is you know um just keep on the radar i i feel um you know he he could be a must start but at the same time it might be one of those weird games that he does a lot of stuff but he kind of like makes some some turnovers and things like that he might not be the best option but if you have him you're playing traditional fantasy go ahead and start him no no risk not start no risk starting him there's no risk in starting him if you have him but card's gonna win this one so yes this up Bengals Ravens Bengals got the finally their first win good on Joe Burrow but they're gonna be taking another L uh regarding the Ravens Ravens just um playoff team um I don't see um unless it's a complete upset I don't see the Bengals winning this one Joe Mixon did have a great game last game over 180 yards I think total so that that's a that's a that's a nice um breath of fresh air for the um for joe mixon um does he do it again this week no obviously playing a stronger team so i think i think he'll be able to run like 80 yards this week against uh a ravens defense who knows and joe burrow i i feel like he might struggle this game he might um um throw a few picks in, in this game jim uh, the ravens defense pretty pretty solid so um i really feel like um joe might have some trouble plus it's divisional game so there's that a lot of questionables on the um, ravens um injury report so you're good to go there same thing with the Bengals. a lot of a lot of questionables so nothing wrong with that um would i start joe mixon in any of my lineups um i would keep him on the radar depending on what you're dealing with and what what you see in your hand not a starter but um if, if you have a flex option sure you know i'm not i'm not writing him high as a automatic start for him but um receiving wise it, it's it's looking like 
Boyd and Higgins are going to be um, added again of getting the targets, getting the yards for the um, Bengals team. So, and AJ Green last game was dealing with a shoulder injury. I don't know if he's good or not. I mean, practice, but we'll see. Um, going over. Let me look at the um, Ravens offense. You know, can't go wrong with Mar Jackson. So, I'll say go ahead, start him. Um, Lamar Jackson leading the team also in rushing right now. It, it's just, um, I wouldn't start no one from the rushing side of Ravens just because they just have like a, I wouldn't say messy. They're all sharing the ball. Everyone's healthy, but fantasy output wise, um, it's just too split right now to even try to start one someone. So there's that. But, um, receiving wise, um, look for, look for a big game from Sneed. Um, I, I really feel like um, Sneed or Brown are going to have a really great game. Uh, Mark Andrews, I mean, if you have him as tight end, he's, he's going to get you some some points. But um, I think big games for Marquise Brown, he'll get his first touchdown. And Sneed, I think the wide receiver position is really going to eat up this um, Bengals defense. But Ravens will win this game. Up next, we got the Eagles versus Steelers. Steelers did not play last week due to co- the COVID um, bye week that they had. So they are fresh off a of bye week. And the Eagles finally getting the dub um, against a Niner team. Yeah, but well, the Niner team beat up. So, I mean, I'm not taking away from the Eagles because I still picked the Niners over the Eagles. But they still happen to win. So, yeah. I'm still going to pick against the Eagles this round. Um, just a lot of issues going on with the with the Eagles right now. Um, yeah, they did beat a Niner team, but um, still wasn't convinced with that performance that things got better. So I expect the Steelers to win. Eagles will go 1-3-1. Uh, with that said, um, there's nothing really to look at in the Eagles receiving core right now. It's just... It's just a mess right now. It, uh, it, the ball is getting spread out and things like that, but there's no one's really stepping up other than um, Ertz and Dallas. But Dallas is injured right now, so it's, it all it, bulk of the load going Hurts. But um, I think it was Ward that had a great game last last one. I think it was. He did. He did have a great game, but I think that was more um, a one gamer than another. Maybe he does step up, but if you're feeling like a uh, a weird feeling about Greg Ward, he might be the emerging emerging receiver out of the bunch since they really don't have a number one right now. Others are just on IR or out for the season type of deal. Um, Miles Sanders, you could pick someone else other than Miles Sanders. Same thing with Wentz. Uh, I wouldn't start him just because he's been struggling lately. So, not good fantasy options compared to what the Steelers have, as in Rosenberger, uh, James Conner, um, Juju. Uh, even 
even the second and third um, receivers, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Claypool has been on my radar since the first week. He's the perfect boomer bust candidate because he 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 just gets yards and um and I'm making it seem like he's just gained like ridiculous like 70, 80 yards. Now it's more like you know. I think one game when he scored a touchdown was 70 yards, but I really feel like that's what that that receiver is going to be throughout the whole year. So if you want to take a chance on Claypool having a great game, this actually might be it against the Eagles. But other than that, Juju is going to be game bulk of the um, target. Same thing with Deontay Johnson. So, you know, keep an eye on that. Other than that, I'm not even seeing tight ends for the um, Steelers, even though Eric Ebron is on the team, just not seeing it. But... Um, James Conner should get a bulk of the carries when it comes to runs. He'll get some yardage. Um, Eagles defense is pretty good with the, the run, so maybe he might not get utilized that much, um, James Conner. So keep an eye on that. Um, defensive wide, maybe even put in pits for defense against this struggling Eagles team. So, But Steelers are going to win this one. Up next, we got the Jaguars versus Texans. Texans fired their head coach, Bill Bryan. So expect the change, maybe a change of attitude towards the Texans. They shouldn't be 0-1-4 with the talent they have, but they are 0-1-4 right now. So there's that. But as as much as I've been telling the Texans they're going to win, they're going to win. I've been wrong, but this is the week. They're going to win. Trust me. They're, gonna, they're playing against the Jaguars. Um... It seemed like that first win that the Jaguars had it was just, you know, everything was working for them. But the last few games just haven't been going great for the Jaguars lately, sadly. So, yeah. Bunch of questionables on both injury reports. So, there is that. Take that in consideration. Um, James Robinson still um, a highlight for the Jaguars. So, if you and on different formats, you should pick him up. Even on the DraftKings, um, taking consideration to him and his value, I think he's pr- he's a pretty good deal for him on there. Depending on the, how you set up your lineup, so just consider take that into consideration. Um, Minshew's at their four games, thousand hundred thirty eight yards. Not bad, not bad, but uh, receiving wise, like I've been in the past couple weeks, Chark and Cole wouldn't go outside of them. Receiving wise, those are your best fantasy options for the Jaguars. I wouldn't pick up their defense this week because I, I really think Texans are gonna torch it up this week. And um, always considered Deshaun Watson, uh, David Johnson. It's not that he's been a non-factor. It's just they haven't been really utilizing him to the fullest. So I would skip him as an option. But uh, Fuller should have a great game. Cobb has been emerging as the better option than Cooks. So um, I would consider having Cobb on your lineups than Cooks. Cooks just seems like really regressed after getting traded from the Rams. Even... Even last season seemed like there's been a regression on on his end. So, sadly, that's just how it works. Mm, Yeah. 
Atkins, though, as their tight end, take consideration as him. He has pretty good value on, on him. Um, would I pick up the Texans defense? No. I think both teams are going to be scoring. Jaguars, not so much, but Texans should. I feel like Texans should put up like 28, 30 points. But Texans will win. Up next, Titans, Bills, battle of two undefeateds. Um, Texans had the, the bye because of the corona. Bills just put away the Raiders. Josh Allen playing like an MVP candidate this year. Crazy. No one would have thought. But hey, here he is proving us all wrong. Um, Stefan Diggs having a great year too um, with Allen as the quarterback. He's he's the guy. He's getting he's getting all the targets. He's getting all the looks. He's doing he's doing the best. Only two touchdowns right now, but it's you see it in the yards. You see the efficiency in the yards. So great option there. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Texans play. I mean Titans play. So that's why I've kind of drawn a blank on how they are. It's that bye, but they're they're playing great football too. Um, also, some people to consider. Also, Cole Beasley has been the reliable receiver there. Do not sleep on Cole Beasley. He will get you points. Not crazy points, but he will get you points. Just remember that. Because that's what I did on my fantasy. I got Cole Beasley to give me some decent points. I'm not, I'm not, every week he's just going to produce points, produce points, produce points. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't stopped yet, you know. So, um, if you haven't done that for your regular fantasy, go ahead and do that. You know, wouldn't recommend him in like DraftKings or FanDuel, you know, because of, you know, the lack of points he does. But at the same time, you know, it's cool to have someone like Cole Beasley because sometimes people stink or flop and you're not producing points and now you're out of making money. So, uh, think about that. Uh, Devin Singletary as the main running back there. Just remember that. But not really a, a strong fantasy fantasy option this year, I would say. It's mainly in the receiving with Josh Allen, Diggs, Beasley, and even Brown. So those are your stars for fantasy value of any type. Now, moving on to the Titans, of course, it's going to be Derrick Henry as the workhorse there. Um... Tenny Hill's efficient, but not really a star-studded uh, fantasy option in my eyes. Um, to me, it's more it, it relies more on the ground and pound for the Titans. So, yeah. I mean, Tannehill's efficient. He's only through, through an interception, so that's good. It's just you're not gonna, get, you're just gonna get solid numbers from him. And um, I would say just the main option would be from from the tight ends position, uh, Juno Smith. Um, if you need to fill in a uh, tight end, he's one to consider. Um, against a Bills defense, though. You know, keep it more on the radar. That's that's the big thing. We have two pretty good defenses, 
But Bills defense a lot I feel like are a lot stronger than Titans. And um with that, I think the Bills are gonna win. They'll be five and no. Up next we got the Raiders and the Chiefs. Raiders finally started to cool down. The the two game losing streak com- compared to the Chiefs undefeated. Um hopefully Jacobs is good to go. Yeah, he is good to go. Obviously is questionable. So yeah. I mean, the thing that's been hurting the Raiders, at least offensive-wise, is um, not just Jacobs been kind of banged up, but um, their two rookie receivers, Brian Edwards and Ruggs, have been injured too. They haven't been 100%, so um, I feel like that's that's been kind of dampering them. And um, reading the injury report right now, um, Waller is also kind of banged up too. So those are basically the main t- um, targets for Carr. So that's kind of a issue. Even though uh, Hunter Renfro is also on another target, is just you know having those two young guys um, really both induce those two guys um, in from training camp onto the regular season. But they still have Nelson Aguilar in there in the mix as well. But um, as an individual, really standing out. No one really crazy on the receiving end other than on Waller. Waller has just been the go-to guy for Carr, really doing a lot. But maybe Aguilar starts game more in the mix. He starts producing numbers. He might be a late bloomer going into the midseason on from here on out. But Josh Jacobs is also a great fantasy option as well. Um, uh, side note, Derek Carr hasn't thrown an interception yet, so um, that's good. Um, he has over a thousand yards, so I would con- I would keep him on the radar for fantasy options. You know, put plugging him into certain lineups. Who knows? And the Chiefs, though, you 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 got studs on the team. You got Patty Mahomes. You got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You got Travis Kelsey Hill. Um, what do I think about this matchup? I think Sammy Watkins should have a nice, decent game. It's been kind of quiet since the first week, but I think he'll have a decent game. Maybe even Hardman have a have a pretty good game this this coming up week. Um, Raiders defense are probably going to struggle. I, I feel they're better than last year, but I really feel like they're going to struggle this game just because Chiefs have been, have been pretty um, solid. Even though they struggled, I feel like the last few weeks they've they've kind of struggled putting putting up consistent points but um i think they get back in the flow again this week cheese cheese will take this one um rams and the washington football team bunch of questionables um sorry that i don't have like full-on injury reports where people i see people are on ir and things like that it's just it's just a bitch and a half doing all that. Plus, um, if I go through all the questionables, it's, it'll be crazy. It's just the big ones to note are the out ones. Questionables, I kind of care less. But doubtfuls, that usually means you're not playing at all. But at the same time, you know, there's a chance. But um, sometimes I don't know with the, the the IR report, so I might miss a guy that is that is on the IR report. 
and I'll just apologize in advance for for that. Anywho, Rams against Washington. Washington's not gonna win. Um, NFC East looking terrible this year, including my boys. This is looking terrible. Um, it's an ugly sight. With that said, Rams should have a pretty good um, game in the air. So, um, Goff should have a great game. Consider him. Um, Cup and Woods, when, it, when it's a great day in the air for Goff, that means Cup and Woods will have a great game. So, um, highlight them as um, possible starters. Only bad thing is who's going to have the better game, Cup or Woods, this game. Um, I think Woods will blow up this game if I had to pick against um, uh, between the two. But doesn't mean Coop can't produce. So, um, you can't even have them both starting. Who knows? It, it just feels like it's going to be that type of game against the, the uh, Washington football team. Almost said the other name. Almost said the other name. But, um, crazy. I think Henderson is going to emerge as the main back compared to Malcolm Brown. Now, Malcolm Brown's still going to get his touches. I mean, out of four games, Malcolm Brown does have the most touches just by two touch difference. But I think as we get mid to late season, Henderson's going to emerge as the main back for that team. So, but even now, I would pick up Henderson if you haven't already. It's He's going to take over trust. Um... That's crazy. I was looking at the stats for the Washington football team, and they're giving me stats for the Bucks. Let's see. Let's see if they change. Nope. Still giving me Bucks. Anywho, there's not much to really look at now. Apparently, Haskins has been benched, giving it to Cal Allen. I'm not seeing anything happening in the um, quarterback field only receiver worth worrying about is Terry um, McLaren he's he's the only thing that's really producing anything receiver receiving wise but um, coming out the backfield when it comes to running backs um, Antonio Gibson he had himself a game last game he got me some great fantasy points maybe from here on out he starts producing some great numbers who knows do I think he's going to produce great numbers against the Rams? I don't think so. But if he does, that'll be great on my end because it'll be scoring points for me. But still, at the same time, I'm I'm struggling at running back. So um, he's kind of my only option right now. Him and Dalvin Cook are both in, are both my starters right now. So Dalvin Cook's great. But um, Antonio Gibson, kind of, I'm, that's the guy I'm rolling the dice with right now. And... Last week, it really paid off very well, but um, I wouldn't advise you guys to make the same decision I am in me starting them. If you, if, if you want to take that chance, put them at flex, I would say. A flex option. But Washington's going down to Rams. Up next, we do have the Panthers and the Falcons. Um, Falcons still a mess. Panthers, I, th I think the last two games I went against them and they won. So, that's that's a great thing for the Panthers. And 
not only that, their defense is really, really showing up. And Tate Wedgewater is really playing solid without Christian McCaffrey. Keyword, without Christian McCaffrey in the mix. It's good. Um, that being said, a bunch of questionables again. Um, Tate Bridgewater should have a game. That being said, Robbie Anderson should have a game. <coughs> Excuse me. Same thing with DJ Moore. Those are two guys you need to put on your lineups, I think, because the Falcons' defense is not great. Not great at all. So Bridgewater should have a game. Uh, Anderson and DJ Moore should have a great game. With that being said, though, on the offensive side for Falcons, I would still consider starting Matt Ryan despite his team going 0-4. It seems like the passing game still works for them, so wouldn't um, go against it. Even Tyler Gurley had a, had a pretty decent game against the Packers despite them losing pretty badly. So, um, yeah. Gurley, you know, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. Excuse me. But, um, Calvin, like I said, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. They're they're like must starts in my eyes even though Ridley got held to I don't think he got a catch last game sadly still still has to be a start though still a starter um Julio Jones seems like he the injury is really holding him back this year but still a threat in my eyes I wouldn't go back on Julio and until he starts repeating the same type of performances mid game mid year i mean mid year but still nothing wrong about playing uh, picking julio he, he he produces numbers um hayden hearse tight end consider him into the mix uh russell gage and alamade zachar zacharis i think those are two players that if julio or cap Calvin really go down you know I think that they can produce some great numbers but since they're in the mix still they're kind of on the back burners so it is what it is they're in, they're in the type of offense though that they could blow up at any time but Falcons are not going to win against the Panthers I feel I think the Panthers will take it uh, next we got the Niners and Dolphins um, Niners are 2-2 two and two right now wasn't expecting that I their loss against the Cardinals was shocking everyone was kind of shocked about that um um they lost against the Eagles I wasn't expecting that even though even with their injuries though so um here they are at two and two but um I think they got signs of hope of players coming back so that's great I don't know if Garoppolo is coming back this week. If he is, maybe hooray. We'll see. Same thing with Moster. Moster might be coming back too. Um, still, Jared McKinnon. McKinnon should be considered as a fantasy option. He might um, have a great game um, coming up against Dolphins. Might be spread, spreading the ball a lot. Um, Kittle, Kittle came back last game. 
and I think he'll still have a great presence. So, yeah. And Brandon Ayuk, a he's he's emerging up. I think I think he's someone to consider. I think Ayuk and Debo Sanders came up too. He didn't have a great game last game because I think he's just getting back in the game back. Ugh, getting back into things. But expect Debo Samuel to have um, more usage in the next in this game against the Dolphins. But Ayuk will be uh, his value is going up as we speak as well. So um, consider that um, Kendrick Bourne, um, not crazy numbers, just consistent numbers. But uh, with Kittle back in the mix, Ayuk. Um, coming up with value and Debo Samuel back in the mix as well um I think Kendrick Bourne's um value is starting to kind of come down a little bit you know not too much but it's coming down a bit those are some fantasy options on the Niner side when it comes to the Dolphins though they still got Fitzmagic in the mix um like I've been saying it's kind of like a, a a timer on how longer how much longer Fitzpatrick is going to be a starter starting quarterback um um since he's got a win it kind of bought him some time I'm thinking I think in mid-season we're going to start seeing um uh the two o'clock start ticking and ringing um with that said Gaskin is uh, running back uh he hasn't been really doing much um so nothing really to see until he proves otherwise um parker you know he's like a third to flex option um wide receiver and um Gletzky is the tight end for um dolphins and he's been getting a lot of touches and uh, targets as well so those are really the two only fantasy options in my eyes coming out of dolphins dolphins will lose this one <laughs> Niners will prevail. Up next, we got the Broncos and Pats. Um, Pats lost against Chiefs. No Cam Newton because of the Rona. Sadly, um, I don't know if he's coming back this game or not. We'll see. Um, haven't heard too much that if he he wasn't playing. So, um, yeah. Um, Drew Locke is a question vote, though. That that that's actually an important one. Drew Lock is a questionable. Noah Fant is doubtful, so um, maybe consider getting the backup tight end from the Broncos. I think I know who the tight the backup is. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Jake Butt is the backup, but um, he's not a dynamic tight end as how fans was so imagine him more of as a security blanket towards the first down doesn't mean you're not going to get value from him it's just it's not going to be as explosive or what fan was um jerry judy um he's emerging same thing with tim patrick those are two players to consider especially since um sutton's um season ending season ending injury so um those two are going to really show out. Um, keep them on your radar. Melvin Gordon as well. Putting up some real 
tough yards in the last couple weeks. That's the thing. I like I like this Bronco team. The record, yeah, it's one and three. But um they 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 play hard. They they fight, so good things usually come out of it. And I really think despite me thinking the Pats are gonna win, they're gonna put up some yards, they're gonna put up some numbers. Um don't be surprised if an upset happened, I feel. Um, another thing, Philip Lindsay might come back in the fold as well. So um, you might see a split in carries between Gordon or Lindsay. Or maybe Gordon handles all the r- rushing attempts and Lindsay goes to like pass catching. So consider that. And with the Pats right now, Pats have a, I mean, last week, I mean, this past week, you know, no, no Cam Newton, so they weren't they weren't as creative as as they've been. They struggled with Hoyer and Stard, Stard, Steidham. They struggled with those two as quarterbacks, so sadly that's what it is. But now Cam Newton's coming back to the bigs. There's a reason why he's a starter, and um, you're gonna see um, why they're gonna win because Cam Newton's back if he plays. Keyword: if he plays. Um, Always take a chance with Rex Burkhead because he usually, usually when he gets a touchdown, he gets more than one in one game. So once he's productive, he keeps on being productive. Edelman is questionable, but he's the guy really there. And the guy who's emerging over Harry is Bird. Bird is becoming an interesting option. So um, keep your eye out on that. Both Bird and Harry don't strike me as major fantasy value. Just keep them on the radar and um, see what happens. But really, it's just Edelman, Newton, and having your your bust, your bust candidate, Buster Boom candidates are going to be Michelle and Burkhead, just because sometimes they just turn it on one game, and sometimes the, the utilization of them goes down right away. But Patriots should beat the the Broncos. Up next, we got the Colts and the Browns. Um, I think last week I did do a last-minute change with the Colts, and I picked the Bears, and sadly, I got that completely wrong. I, I really thought the Colts was going to have a great game where um, it would force Colts to throw a lot more, and it seems like that wasn't the case because um, Philip Rivers just hasn't been the uh, same the last two years. His last year of the Chargers is much like this year, but it seems like they're really trying to ground and pound the ball. So it hasn't been much in Phillip Rivers' hands. Better yet, he ain't trying to come back from behind and winning the game. So that's great news because that's how it was in the, their first loss. I mean, their own loss this year. Phillip Rivers was trying to get back in the game and he never could because because he was making silly errors. Um... Jonathan Taylor, I think I think he'll be the best rookie this year, in my eyes. Um, running back. I mean, Hilaire's, Hilaire's in the mix as well. But just because of how spread that offense is at the Chiefs, I think Jonathan Taylor will have a great year and become that candidate as like the best rookie offensively. Meaning, um, even running back terms, is just... He's, he's just doing a lot in this offense. They trust him already. So um, I think more big things will happen with um, Jonathan Taylor. And the other, the only really main passing option when it comes to the 
Colts offense is Mo Alley Cox. Um, he's actually a backup to Jack Doyle, but since then he's been putting up some really great numbers and I don't think it stops there. So, um, yeah, I would, uh, I would consider him really Jonathan Taylor and Mo Alley Cox are two like fantasy values when it comes to the Colts. With that said, um, Bears beat my boy. I mean, not Bears. Browns beat my boys. Um, mainly through uh, rushing. It was crazy. Uh, the rushing attack just kept on pounding the, the defense of the Cowboys. Couldn't stop them. Not only that, receivers had had a game on us too. You know, really, really, Baker didn't have have a real strong um, presence in that game. Like, yeah, he threw four hundred. Yeah, he only threw 465 yards and threw, um, I think, a touchdown. But it was the trickery that really threw off the Cowboys. Not only that, just destroyed us. Because the the Jarvis Landry throw, right when I saw that, I already knew touchdown. And it turned out it was a touchdown. Um, then you had the o- OBJ reverse for 50 yards for a touchdown ridiculous then when nick chubb went out the first quarter cream hunt took over then um i think it was ernest johnson and and even the um just everyone that rushed the ball just did a great job against that defense and that's where the bulk of their the strength of the browns is right now is is their rushing attack the rushing attack is stronger than the receiving attack right now and that's i feel like that's nothing against the receivers though it's just mainly that rushing attack is just great but they haven't put no pressure on baker baker to try to win by throwing yet so that's good on his end his end because um everyone knew he was on the hot seat this year so um but at the same time though when he starts playing against harder competition which might be this week um we'll get a better idea if it's everyone around him doing better or um he's actually doing something because um i want to see him try to win the game if he cracks on the pressure you know or in these tough games does he fold on the pressure who knows you know he's really playing i mean he's playing efficient right now it's just nothing crazy he would probably get labeled as a game manager right now that's his title right now which is you know in this offense that's that's how he needs to play um with that said though um obj i mean i feel like obj and laundry should have a stronger year than they are but last game they 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 probably played their best game last game against cowboys does it continue who knows because this is a dangerous colts defense um nothing too crazy but um they make stops but the browns defense are is good too so um it's hard to tell with this team um either or i would honestly start browns defense or colts defense you know i think they'll put up some good numbers fantasy value wise but um at the end of the day i think colts will beat the browns um expect a low scoring game though that's why that's why i'm thinking it's low scoring game in the tens for the Colts again. Tens like that'd be a 10-17 game, I feel. Like up next we got 
We got um, the Giants and the Cowboys. Great. The NF- NFC East's greatness right now. Very sarcastic. We got the own form Giants, one and three Cowboys. I'm going to my boys. You know, I, the boys are a better team than the Giants. That has crazy numbers right now. Is it because he's coming from the from behind? That's why he's throwing so much. Probably. But at the same time, uh, I I think he could put up a 300 yard game. They're gonna give the ball to Zeke a lot. Unless they can't hold on to the league, then obviously they're going to throw a lot. But I think they'll be um, in control this whole game. Um, that, I feel like, is a must-start right now. Zeke will have a great game this this one. He usually has good games against Giants, so uh, definitely start him. Um, Cooper, Gallup, or CD Lamb, any of those options should be good. Even Schultz is a good option. I feel backup tight end. So I think I think fans offensively, Cowboys should have a great game against this Giants team. I know it's divisional, but I I, I feel like Cowboys need a game where they can just score points, but be in the lead is the reason why they're scoring so much points. I mean, the last two games they've they've scored forty one and 30 38 41 38 41 let me see let me see uh well last three games 30 wait 40 points 31 38 so they the team could score but um it's always been playing from behind so we'll see what happens um the offensive line is banged up right now it's not looking great but at the same time um i think they've been adjusting pretty i mean i think they can adjust well when it comes to the offensive line if they know what they're doing we'll see but i would still pick the cowboys everyone should have a great game um receiving wise nothing's really striking me from the giants as a great receiving wise because rushing's not great either right now um Daniel Jones haven't been playing particularly well as well. As well as well. It sounds stupid. But other than that, no fantasy option coming from the Giants. Not because they're playing the Cowboys. It's just if you've been watching any Giants game, it's not good right now. So Cowboys should win this game. We'll see. A lot of surprises in this NFC East right now. Uh, so for the Sunday night game, we got the Vikings and Seahawks. Vikings barely got the first win. Uh, I don't think they're going to win against Seahawks. Seahawks going to hold it down. MVP Russell. That's my pick for the MVP right now is Russell Wilson. Um, I think he'll have another great game against the Vikings. Um... DJ Metcalf and Tyler Lockett should have a great game. Uh, look, be on the lookout for uh, David Moore. David Moore has been, you know, a sleeper candidate. <laughs> Even Chris Carson has been doing too much on the rushing side, but his um, pass uh, attack, passing, catching abilities has, has been great as well. So um, those are some fantasy options on that end. Um, when it comes to the Vikings, 
Dalvin Cook is the must start. I want to start Kirk Cousins because he's full of mistakes, but at the same time, I would still go to the, to the receivers in uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen as possible starters, more on the back end, like the flexes or the third options. So yeah, consider that, but no Kirk Cousins. No, stay away from Kirk Cousins. But Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, probably have good games. Just Kirk Cousins sometimes just does a lot of mistakes. I feel that's what I feel. I mean, it shows that he's six touchdowns, six interceptions this year already compared to Russell's 16 touchdowns and two interceptions. Big difference right there. But um, this is a short wrap up because it's pretty self-explanatory to me. Seahawks win. Um, pretty decisive game, I feel. So, yeah. Then we got the Monday night. Saints versus the Chargers. Um, again, bunch of questionables um does justin herbert play again i think so i think he'll have a great game against the saints defense for some reason saints defense has been too crazy from what i've seen i think justin herbert should have a great game against this keenan allen should have a great game i feel um maybe even mike williams too who knows but with that being said eckler will be out for a few weeks so that means joshua kelly should be stepping up um definitely on the radar for that um and if they're not um playing from behind i think the chargers should you chargers should utilize joshua kelly a lot uh with that being said um <sighs> this season i mean i haven't been too hot on drew Brees before what i saw maybe his fantasy value has been great and everything i mean i do have him in a fantasy league but Still not too crazy. He hasn't been putting up typical Drew Brees numbers. But that being said, Alvin Kamara has been doing great. He's been acting like the the receiver they did pay. You know, some sometimes when you get paid, you don't play very well. Alvin Kamara has basically... I feel like Alvin Kamara has really been the reason why they've been in games. That being said, uh, Michael Thomas, um, I don't know if he's playing this week or not. I don't think so because uh he hasn't been playing the last few games but if he does come back eye on that but other than that traquan smith is the better option than emmanuel sanders i feel when it comes to the offense i don't uh, emmanuel sanders hasn't really been hitting his stride i think one i, th I think he only had one decent game other than that has been too crazy i'm kamara has been dominating <laughs> the pass catching from the backfield and also rushing so that's your great fantasy option but at the same time um Traquan Smith is that next man up to Michael Thomas rather than Emmanuel Sanders so um that being said I really think Chargers are going to win this one I guess that would be considered an upset you know so we'll see um yeah that is my um picks for this week hopefully i'm all right um oh wow i finished this i mean it's probably gonna read more i'm probably gonna talk a little bit more right now but i finished this all within an hour that is great that is cool i am proud of myself maybe because of some buys are starting to hit happen right now who knows but expect another great week of football 
Um, side note, game five of the NBA Finals is happening. Um, Lakers up 3-1. It's looking like they're getting out the red carpet, though. Um, Lakers are undefeated in their Mambas jerseys right now. And they're busting them out for game five on Friday. So it's looking like they're, they're, they're ready for the end. So, um, keep eye on that. Um, yeah, we got baseball going on. uh, Dodgers are playing against the Padres. Sadly, Padres dropped another game and they're down 2-0 right now. A game, a, a game away from elimination. Hopefully they come back and do a reverse sweep. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll see. Those are my side notes. But getting back to the NFL. Um, we'll see if coronavirus still hits the NFL. I mean, I think it's going to hit again. Seems like this week everyone's been kind of good with the results. A little bit better. I mean, uh, last thing I heard was um, Stephen Gilmore from the Patriots testing positive. I think after the chiefs game so who knows we'll see um yeah i mean the corona is is a very interesting thing nfl is not living in a bubble so there's a lot more chance that players get caught with the rona obviously we they had to force a bye week with the, the steelers and titans who knows what will happen again i mean they moved the chiefs and pats game on a monday so We'll see if it hits again. Who knows? Keep an eye out on that. Um, and yeah. Um, that should wrap it up. Um, you know the drill. Hit me up if you, you want to talk football. Um, some suggestions that you might want to unconsider on your lineups. This will be up on Thursday in the in the day daytime so you have some time to re to listen to this review some picks if you want to compare with me or want to hear my fantasy options that's on you not on me um just talk to me hit me up in dms you know ig or twitter we could discuss who knows i don't know if anyone in my fantasy league is listening to this We'll see if you want to talk shit, talk shit to me. Stealing my picks and everything like that. Yeah. Well, that would do it, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode. You already know your boy, Spuddy McGee, your host of Spuddy's NFL Roundup Week. And yeah, you know the streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Anchor holding us down, holding us down. Make sure to check out our last episode, or better yet, just review some of our past episodes. You know, just review them all. You know, they're good listens, a lot of laughs, a lot of good stuff in them. Um, they're labeled so you won't randomly stumble upon my NFL roundups. You know, you definitely know which ones my NFL roundups are. So, you know, listen to other ones. Tell me what you think. 
send some messages send some suggestions for those episodes too you know we're always open to suggestions if you send them you know we have a we have a pretty i think we have a pretty good listening base i think whoever whoever's out there i shout outs to y'all to my constant listeners we'll see we'll see how it goes um and yeah um that is it it's your boy spuddy mcgee and um this is spuddy and friends podcast episode 40 we out